passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Football podcast presented by the Believe Podcast Networks. I'm your host, Tony Liebert, and you can follow me on Twitter at Tony Liebert and Instagram at Tony underscore Liebert. That is T O N Y L I E B E R T. Um, for today's episode, I will be talking about, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, about Boye Mafi's massive week at the Senior Bowl, as well as how Daniel Falele fared. Um, the recent commitments from a uh, pair of 2023 Minnesota offensive linemen, Jerome Williams and Reese Tripp. Um, wide receiver Peter Doibach entering the transfer portal. Lastly, I'll finish the show with some interviews from uh, incoming 2022 commitments, Jacob Newth and Nathan Jones. Right into it. It's been a busy past two weeks for Gophers football. Um, there has been a handful of college all-star games over the past two weeks. Most notably, the Senior Bowl took place last week, and there were two Gophers in attendance. Um, Boye Mafe and Daniel Falele both partook in practice and the game. Asesi Odomiwo was in invited to the senior bowl but he uh opted not to uh participate because he was uh he got dinged up in the senior bowl or in the bowl game and he's a top 300 guy and serious chance of getting drafted but we'll get into him in a minute the biggest takeaway was boy mafe's performance all week he had a serious argument to be maybe the biggest riser of draft boards out of anyone at the whole event. Um, he capped off the event winning national player of the game, and that's because uh, I think it's the, it's the national team. I don't know if it's versus the American team, but that, that, that was the team that he played for. Um, and... He had two sacks, one forced fumble, and three tackles for loss in the game. And more importantly, he had a great week of practice from what I heard. And for a senior bowl like this, that's almost more important because you get more reps in practice and everything. 
there's a lot of people at the event and you don't get that many reps in the game. But Boye did terrific in both the practice and the game. So uh, that speaks for itself. And obviously the biggest question from that is how high did he shoot up draft boards? And I, I would say there's a 10% chance right now based on what I've heard that he could go late first round because all it takes is one team to fall in love with him. And he has the potential based on his measurables and testing numbers that are going to come out next month at the combine. Uh, there's a chance, but more likely I uh, would expect him to fall somewhere between the top 40 and 70, kind of in that range. Uh, Early early to mid second rounder, uh, late second rounder, early third rounder, um, but he certainly helped his draft stock, and uh, there's no chance I think he falls past day two. And heading into the week, I think there was a slight chance that he did. Um, but the combine takes place uh, March first through seventh, and that's going to be another huge event for him because he's going to test off the charts. Uh, he reportedly uh, has jumped a 40-and-a-half-inch vertical, uh, broad jumped 10-6. He has a 4-5-7-40, power clean, 400 pounds. So if he shows his athletic uh, potential, um, that's another thing that could launch him into the first round. Because at the back end of the first round, um, really the first round in general, a lot of teams uh, draft based on potential, um, and he has a lot of potential. He has everything you want from a uh, from an edge rusher, and he showed that this week at the Senior Bowl. So uh, he certainly helped his draft stop at the stock, and I think it can really only go up from here. So that, that was great to see. Um, as for Daniel Falele, um, he had great measurements, obviously. That was kind of the biggest part of his week. People just realizing how massive of a human being he is. He was officially 6'8", 387 with a 7'1 wingspan. Uh, not many guys in the NFL with that uh, size and length. Um, the The biggest takeaway was just everyone realized how massive of a human being he was. I w uh, based on what I've heard, um, I wouldn't say he improved his stock that dramatically. Uh, he showed it flash plays. He had, he also had the low-end plays. Um, I think he still is going to find himself as a day-two player. Um, the, all it takes is one team that could fall in love with him and uh, draft him in the first. But if I had to guess now, I would guess he would also be a second-rounder. Um, he still has, obviously, the extreme potential of being such a massive human being. But... He has uh, shown an ability to um, to have a little questionable plays here and there, but I don't think that really worries anything too much. And I, I think he's firmly in the second round. Um, I don't think he's going to blow anyone away at the combine. I think everyone really knows how athletic he is. So, But he also had a, a solid week of practice and the game at the Senior Bowl. And then as for... Asezi Odomiwo, he originally did get invited to the Senior Bowl and sat out because he got dinged up at 
the guaranteed rate bowl against Virginia or West Virginia. And he, uh, based on what I've heard, is more of a day three guy. Um, according to Pro Football Focus, a uh, popular draft and NFL website, he's a top 300 guy. Um, so that kind of puts him in the mix to, to get drafted. Um, I'm not sure if he'll uh, get invited to the Combine or if he'll compete at the Combine, but that could be big for him. And then obviously all these guys also have a, a, a pro day at Minnesota. And for a guy like him, that could be huge because I'm not 100% sure if he'll get invited to the Combine. Um, but he can definitely work his way into getting drafted, but I see him more as a day three guy. And then some uh, other players, uh, Blaze Andrews uh, competed in the East-West Shrine Bowl, which it's kind of like the uh, the G League version of the Senior Bowl. Um, guys definitely still get drafted from there. Um, I would say he has the fourth best chance of getting drafted out of the draft-eligible Gophers players. Um, I... Didn't hear him improve his draft stock dramatically, but uh, he obviously played well. And uh, I think he's a day three or an undrafted free agent guy. Um, He could obviously all it takes is one team to fall in love with him. Um, But he will definitely be on an NFL uh, training camp roster uh, in the summer. Um, And then for Jack Gibbons, uh, he... In the last month, he did the Hula Bowl and the Collegiate Bowl, the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl. Um, just two other events, and I, I'd be shocked if he got drafted, but I think he's going to find his way onto a roster as well. Um, he had that, <clears throat> he had that good of a season in my eyes, and based on what I've heard, there's uh. I, I think he'll find his way onto a roster. And then uh, Sam Schluter and Coney Durr are the other two players that competed in the Hula Bowl uh, early last week or last month. Um, and both of those guys have an outside, outside shot at making a training camp roster as an undrafted free agent. Um, I'd be shocked if either one got drafted. Um, but definitely a possibility still. And uh, hopefully they make their way onto an NFL roster. Um, as for the Gophers recruiting news, it was kind of a big two weeks for them. Um, started out with Casson, Minnesota offensive lineman Reese Tripp co- uh, committing um, a few weeks ago. Uh, competed for Casson Manterville High School in Casson, Minnesota. Uh, which were 4A runner-ups in 2021 at the state tournament. Um, so good program in Minnesota. He's a six foot seven, 315-pound offensive lineman. Pretty uh, firmly projects as a tackle. Um, he's obviously got terrific size. Uh, he also held offers from Iowa State, Temple, and Central Michigan. Um, and he's currently unranked by 24-7 sports. But I have a feeling that that will change shortly. And I think he's going to be one of those those guys who uh, kind of work their way up the recruiting boards after they commit, which it doesn't always happen. But I think he will because he has the potential to be a Big Ten offensive lineman. He has the size. He has everything you want. And 
a lot of the time with these offensive linemen, it is their drive and their commitment and how they handle coaching. Um, and uh, th those are things that I don't know because I'm not at uh, Casson Manterville practice. Uh, so uh, he has everything, all of the intangibles. So it's just going to be about if he works those intangibles into starting one day for the Gophers. And then uh, the prize jewel of the week was Osseo three-star offense tackle Jerome Williams, offense alignment, uh, the number 399 overall player in the country, according to 24-7 Sports. So that, based on their rankings, that puts him right on the edge of being a four-star player, usually the top 300 or four stars. Um. Six foot four, two hundred eighty-five pound offensive lineman. He played tackle for Osseo as a junior. Kind of projects more as a guard at, in the uh, in the Big Ten. Might have a shot to play center, but I think he's firmly as a guard. Um, he also held offers from West Virginia, Iowa State, Illinois, and Kansas. And just like Tripp, there's no reason he cannot be a starting offensive lineman in the Big Ten. Um, and he was ranked as the number two overall player in the state of Minnesota. So the two massive commitments from Minnesota. Um, and I think it really sends a message to the rest of the Midwest Big Ten schools that the Gophers can compete for the top offensive linemen in the Midwest. Um, it, f even five years ago, a player like Jerome Williams committing to Minnesota would kind of come as a surprise. Uh, I know, like... Quinn Carroll obviously committed to Notre Dame originally. Uh, Riley Mallman, a guy from Lakeville South, committed to Wisconsin. Um, a lot of the big offensive linemen in the last five years from Minnesota have committed to other Midwest schools. So it's great to see the Gophers keep the two best home uh, in this recruiting period. Um the focus kind of shifts now to the number one player in Minnesota, Jackson Howard from Robinsdale Cooper. Um, he is a four-star recruit, top 100 player in the country. Um, he's one of the best high school players in Minnesota history based on recruiting rankings. Um, he's listed as a tight end, but I think a lot of the programs recruiting him are going to want him to play defensive end. He's six foot four, 250 pounds. Um, he has an offer from literally like every single school in the country. And like, I'm not joking about that. He might have like a hundred FBS offers. Um, and originally I didn't know if the Gophers would have a chance of signing him, but I think that timing, uh, is a good thing for the Gophers because he recently said that he was going to make his decision soon. And I keep seeing him, seeing him visit with the Gophers and his decision hasn't been made yet. And uh, I have no idea where he's leaning, obviously, but um, I, I think there's an outside chance that they sign him, which would obviously be a massive statement that uh, the Gophers are able to keep the number one guy home, especially when he has every single SEC, Big 12, Pac-12, ACC offer. So I it's the 2023 class is getting off to a very hot start in my eyes, and it could be setting up for a terrific overall class. Right now, they rank 23rd in the country, according to 24-7 Sports, uh, with only three commitments on top of uh, Tripp and Williams with 
Uh, Four-star wide receiver Anthony Brown. It's a little early to look at the rankings, obviously. Um, but I think they have great momentum. And when you have a player of Anthony Brown's caliber, four-star wide receiver, it's great to have early momentum so he doesn't second-guess his decision of committing here. Um, and, yeah, I, I think it's just a great start for the 2023 recruiting class. And lastly, before we get into the interviews, um, wide receiver Peter Udoibach transferred from the Gophers. Um, I think that was about probably 10 days ago now. Um, he was a Creighton-Durham Hall standout, uh, three-star prospect coming out of high school. Um, he had a little bit of hype, um, but he did not appear in any games throughout his three-year career with the Gophers. So now he is off to greener pastures. Um, so now I will get to the interviews with Jacob Newth first. Um, Harrisburg, South Dakota quarterback, three-star prospect. And then we will uh, go on to... Uh, Tight end Nathan Jones from Brock, Texas. Uh, let me now introduce a very special guest, uh, future Gophers quarterback and South Dakota Gatorade Player of the Year, Jacob Newth. How are you doing, man? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, so I guess uh, one thing I always find interesting with uh, athletes that play at the next level Um was there a point during, if it was in youth sports or in high school sports that you kind of realized like you were a, a better athlete than everyone else? Cause like for someone like myself, like sure. there's a difference between a good high school athlete and a good college athlete. Was there a moment that you noticed that difference for yourself? Honestly? Yeah. Sophomore year when I, I kind of got the opportunity to play some varsity football and I kind of took advantage of that. And I was like, okay, this football thing is, is for me. <laughs> That's how I kind of realized that I wanted to pursue football uh, instead of some other sports that I was playing. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so with your senior year that you just finished up for football, at least uh, you had a pretty successful year, state championship run, a lot of individual success. How kind of uh, satisfying was it? for you to meet most of your goals I'm assuming you had entering it to the year no doubt yeah uh so my junior year we actually ended up losing the state championship uh and it was our school's second year in in the highest class of South Dakota high school football so we ended up losing the state championship and then we had a lot of seniors returning so we had obviously some big goals for our senior season and uh just to make those come to fruition was a really special feeling uh and kind of looking back at it now, it's just like, wow, we really did that. And uh, it's definitely a special feeling, something that will never uh, be forgotten, for sure. Yeah. Um, so you obviously did have a lot of individual access, uh, player of the year in the state, all that. Um, how do you kind of handle that, like, personally and not let it get to your head? Was it so is that something you've always been able to handle or has it kind of been tough the last few years? Uh, that's been pretty easy for me to handle, honestly. Uh, it's There's obviously personal goals that I have uh, to reach, but the, the team goals are bigger than those. And uh, that's that's kind of what kept me level-headed, I guess, is having bigger goals as a team. Uh, not wanting to lose football games was the biggest goal. And as long as that happened, I was uh, satisfied. Uh, as long as we weren't losing games, it, that was really the biggest thing for me. And uh, just keeping level-headed uh, with that, is that was the biggest thing for me. 
Yeah. Um, would you say that you uh, feel pressure? You, you had a lot of expectations coming into the year and everything. Uh, is that something that you're able to handle or does it bother you? Uh, that doesn't bother me at all. There's that, that's, that means I'm doing something right if there's expectations of me. So uh, that's definitely something that I uh, look forward to, honestly, is pressure and uh, making the most of my opportunities. Yeah. Um, so then obviously you commit to the Gophers uh, last year. Um, you, you had offers from a few different schools. Uh, what ultimately stood out for Minnesota that was different than other schools that offered you? No, all, all the schools that offered me were special and uh, would have been life life changing uh, places for me to go to college. But the thing with Minnesota is just bigger than football. Uh, it's ac- academically, athletically, socially, and spiritually. It's it's just much bigger than football, and a lot of places aren't like that necessarily. And just the culture, it's it's a true family up there, from the coaching staff to uh, the trainers and everybody uh, in that program. And that's just something that I had to be a part of. Yeah. Um. So kind of this offseason after the Gophers finished up, there was a lot of uh, movement on the coaching staff, new offense coordinator, all that. Uh, how did you kind of uh, handle that? And uh, how was that kind of from like your point of view as a recruit while that was happening? Sure. Uh, well, obviously, that's scary as a 17-year-old guy, uh, not knowing what you're getting into necessarily, if that yeah. makes sense. But uh, ultimately, I'm going to play for Coach Fleck and his program. And uh, I committed to him and the Minnesota Gophers. I didn't commit to any position coaches or anything like that. Uh, obviously, it would have been nice. But there's just things that you got to trust. Uh, it's, it's part of the, the why. And uh, it's, it's just much bigger than uh, one coach uh, leaving or something. It's, it's, it's the program and uh, a lot of other factors that go into it. So ultimately, putting my trust in Coach Fleck, that's what it came down to. Yeah, I'd imagine that'd be pretty tough and intimidating. Uh, but um, with quarterback, such an interesting position because there's so few guys at that position on each roster compared to wide receiver, offensive lineman. Uh, have you been able to uh, talk to any of the quarterbacks on the roster or build a relationship with any of them yet? Yeah, Tanner, he was my host on, on a couple of my visits there. And uh, we've kind of built a, a solid relationship, uh, keeping in touch every now and then. And uh, he's, he's obviously I had a, a decent relationship with Zach Annick said, but he's gone now, but yeah, it's, it's just, like I said, it's family up there and it's, you're, you're competing with each other, not against each other and whatever's best for the team. And that's ultimately uh, what everybody wants uh, as part of a team. So uh, it's, it's been great. Yeah. Uh, for your uh, game specifically, if you were to, I don't know, self scout or just like describe how you play to someone who's never seen you before, how, how would you say that you play? Sure. I'm an ultimate competitor. I'm a great leader on the field, and I'm, I'm comfortable making every single throw out there. And I can also take one 90 yards to the house with my feet. I'm a pretty uh, athletic guy, athletic quarterback, uh, especially for my size. And so I definitely consider that one of my uh, biggest uh, attributes as a quarterback. Uh, just arm strength as well. Uh, that's another one for sure. Yeah. Um. Are there any guys you like to watch at the next level and uh, kind of model your game after? I don't know if model my game after, but there's definitely some quarterbacks that are obviously fun to watch. Some of the younger guys like uh, Patrick Holmes and Josh Allen and then Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers as well. Yeah, that uh, game last weekend was unbelievable. But... Yeah, that was wild. I, I have a feeling we'll be seeing many more of those in the future. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, last question I'll get you out here on. Uh, as a – recruit and coming committing to a school 
Uh, when you saw the Gophers go eight and four and then get a bowl win at the end of the year, uh, beat Wisconsin, beat the rival, does that kind of like help reaffirm that you made the right decision when you're seeing that the school you're going to is being successful? Uh, definitely, and especially considering they, they didn't necessarily consider that a successful season. Uh, that's that's definitely when you know you're headed to somewhere that's in, in, headed in the right direction. Uh, when eight and four is not up to standard, I guess, uh, and winning the ball game, they held themselves to much higher standards, and that's ultimately the program that I want to be going into is a a, a change in a change in culture for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's all I got for you today. I really appreciate you taking the time, and I'm looking forward to seeing you wearing the maroon and gold next year. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Awesome. Uh, let me now introduce 2022 Gophers football commit and future tight end, Nathan Jones. How are you doing, man? Doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Um, so I guess we'll start with the, your senior football season that you just wrapped up. Uh, you Sorry. guys made a deep postseason run, uh, did end up coming up short in the end. But uh, how was that kind of uh, whole experience to end your uh, high school career with a deep postseason run? Boy, it was great. Um, we got a new head coach named Coach Mathis this year uh, for our senior year. And, you know, that can kind of go one way or the other, getting a new head coach. But um, he turned out to be great, a real Christian man. And he brought in his great co coaching staff. And, you know, we went 15-1, and one, dis undefeated district champs. It was, a, it was a really great experience to end my senior season with, with such a great guy, you know, um, and such a great coaching staff. It was, it was a really fun experience to do that with our coaches and our players. So couldn't ask for a better senior season, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, so now you're coming up to a state in Minnesota and uh, high school hockey in Minnesota often gets compared to high school football in Texas, kind of like yeah. uh, both very intense, I guess. Uh, how would you describe – I guess playing high school football in the state of Texas to someone who would have no idea like how serious it is. Well, it's it's almost like a religion. I mean, it's it is it's a very serious thing. I mean, I mean Friday night lights is something everybody knows about. Um there's six classifications in the state of Texas. I mean, it's it's probably the biggest probably biggest platform of high school football is in the state of Texas. I mean, it's it's very well known, like you said. Like I was, um, I was introduced to you know high school hockey in Minnesota, and the person that you know told me about it compared it to Texas high school football. So when they did it like that, I was like, okay, it must be it must be a pretty big deal. But um, yeah, Texas high school football is well well known, and a lot of great recruits come from the state of Texas. So, oh uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so you're a three sport athlete in high school. Obviously, you play basketball and do track as well. Um, mm -hmm. at what point of like your athletic career, did you realize like football was probably going to be the sport that you want to play at the next level? Uh, probably, probably my, well, I knew, I knew I had a good chance probably my sophomore year. Um, but I would say junior year, junior year after football, I would probably say, okay, that's, that's probably the, uh, that's probably the sport I'm going to play. Um, I tried to keep my options open with football, basketball, um, baseball, and even track, you know, because I, I really didn't know what I wanted to do, you know, but the more I grew, I grew into my frame, you know, tight end was, was screaming at me. So 
probably after the after my junior year, I had a really good junior year. Our team uh, was really good, and you know, I think that summer was, you know, was like okay. I think I think football is the path I'm going to go. So yeah, definitely that makes sense. Um, so you were originally committed to Abilene Christian, and your family obviously has a lot of connections there. Uh, yep. How hard was it for you to ultimately not choosing to go in that direction and commit to Minnesota? Yeah. So um, it was it was a long process. Um, I'll start off by, you know, I, I committed to them before my senior year of football. I wanted to be committed, you know, uh, to get my mind off that so I could focus on my senior year. But um I mean, some people think it would be tough. It was, it was tough, but for me, it was a, it was a very clear decision. You know, I mean, no disrespects to ACU. It's a great place, great football program. I would have tons of heritage, you know, but I mean, Minnesota is division one power five. And I feel like I'm a big 10 tight end. And so even though that decision was hard to leave my home state, you know, home hometown, I knew everyone there. Um, the decision was was pretty clear to go be a Big Ten tight end. So, yeah. Uh, so you obviously had a few other offers from Southern schools. Uh, were you surprised when Minnesota was showing interest being all the way up north in the Big Ten or um, something you kind of saw coming? Well, no, I had no idea. I mean, my first summer, my first summer camp, that I went to before my senior season, uh, Coach Patterson, who used to be the Titans coach there, you know, was was contacting me, you know, was was talking to me and at the camp, and I was like, okay, Minnesota could be cool, and I didn't really know a whole lot about Minnesota. I knew about Big Ten uh, football with it being, you know, a very physical league and a bunch of grown men play there, but um, you know, after. You know, after about four weeks of the season, you know, they wanted me to come up and then Coach Fleck offered me in person. And then the ball started rolling, you know, downhill pretty fast. I mean, it's a it's a different culture up there uh, with Big Ten football. You know, a bunch of grown men play there. It's, it's very physical. Um, so and that that's kind of the style of football I like to play. And it's, it's it'd be a perfect fit for me, I think so. Um, what stood out about uh, Minnesota compared to other schools that offered you, obviously? Easily, Coach Fleck. I mean, just just talking to him, you know, it's it's he's a different he's a different breed. Um, I will compare Coach Fleck to Coach Mathis, our high school coach. I mean, no disrespect to our old coaches, but Coach Mathis is different. I mean, he looks at the glass half full. You know, he loves on kids. He's a he's a Christian man, and I'm glad I got to get a dose of that my senior year because that's what I'm going to be getting at Minnesota. I mean, just with in that short time him being there, I mean, he brought in a new way of a culture with road the boat, and I mean that that alone made me want to go play football for him. No matter what school he was at, it just happened to be Minnesota. But I mean, just his. I mean, it sounds like he's the same guy every day. You know, a real down to earth guy. Um, a very intense type of coach, which I like. I mean, just just him alone, and then add and then add you know Big Ten football in Minnesota. I mean, it was a, it was a clear choice for me. So, oh yeah, for sure. Um, so there were a lot. There was a, some movement in the coaching staff this off season. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, uh, 
tight end coach change. How was that uh, kind of from your point of view as an incoming recruit, and how did you handle that? Um, you know, it was it was a disappointment to see Coach Patterson leave, but we we got a great one. Coach Harbo is is going to be a great one. I mean, but it didn't it didn't sway my um, me wanting to go to Minnesota at all. I mean, I'm going there for Coach Fleck and his culture, and then you know my position coach is an added bonus. But uh, like I said, it, it was it was hard for me to see Patterson leave because we had bonded in such a such a short amount of time. But me and Coach Harbo have done that in the same amount of time. So I look forward to, you know, getting under Coach Harbo and and Coach Fleck. You know, I mean, two really good guys. You know, and I knew Coach Fleck would go hire the best of the best. I mean, it's he's at Minnesota, so didn't didn't never had a never had a doubt, never had a worry. So, well, that's good to hear. Um, so. How would you describe your game as a tight end to someone who's never seen you play before? Yeah, so I, I feel like I come from the the blocking side of things. Um, I feel like I'm a – well, I say all this humbly, but if you ask me to describe myself, I feel like I'm a, a physical-style blocker, you know, someone that loves to put his hand in the dirt on the end lines um, and comes from that background of, of blocking. But also I like to, you know, go outside and run routes and – good hands and good feet and good speed and, and catch the football and help us in the passing game. But, but yeah, I feel like I really, I really help both the run game and the passing game. Well, you know, I, don't, I feel like I'm a well-rounded tight end in the run and the pass game. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I'd say about me. Uh, did you always play tight end growing up in football or when was the kind of the first time you found like this was the position you were going to stick with? Yeah, so I played I played linebacker growing up, um, and then I played a little bit of a O line D line like seventh grade, but that was when I was kind of well. Let's just say freshman year I started to grow. I got I got longer and taller. I got more athletic, and that's when I that's when I played started playing tight end. It was freshman year, started on the varsity sophomore year, and then it just felt like it came natural to me. I mean, I had a really good coach in my dad. I mean, he went and he played at Texas and then went and played at Denver uh, for the Broncos. So I, so he, he really got me coached up. So it, it, it just came natural to me playing tight end. So. Yeah. Are, are there any uh, guys at the next level that you like to watch or model your game after? Yeah, I like, I like Mark Andrews a lot. Um, I feel like he's a dominant blocker as well as he has good speed and good hands and a uh, good feet and route running ability. Um, I feel like he's he's one of the best well-rounded tight ends. Um, I mean, of course, Travis Kelsey's good, George Kittle's good, but um, I like I like Mark Andrews. He he would be my he would be my pick. He's he's a he's good in the he's good in the run game. He's also very good in the passing game. Or someone or probably like Rob Gronkowski in their prime. You know, just a just a dominant blocker. You know, so the, yeah, those two guys. I'd say I I like to I like them a lot. So. Uh, last question I'll get you out on here. Uh, from your point of view as a recruit, and you saw the Gophers go nine and four this year and the year with a bowl win, uh, how does that kind of like reaffirm that you made the right decision when you see that they're having the success they had last season? Yeah, I mean, there, there was never a doubt. I mean, I think, I think next year, I think we're going to even have a better record. Um, yeah, like, like you said, never a doubt. I mean, Coach Flex, the dude, you know, and he he knows he knows how to win. He knows how to build a a program. He knows how to 
build a culture and and it just trickles on down from the from him all the way down to the coaches and the players so never a doubt in that I mean Minnesota's gonna win so well I think that's all I got for you today I really appreciate you doing this and looking yes, forward sir. to seeing you in the maroon and gold next season yes sir I look forward to it too all right that is all I got for this week's episode I w- we'll probably be releasing episodes every two weeks in the middle of the off season now. Um, probably up until spring practice. Maybe we'd go back to one once a week. Um, we'll see. But as always, that's all I got for this week. Thank you for listening. Row the boat, Skyuma, and go Gophers. <music>